Tonight's episode is about a cold case. Sabrina Kane was found in a pond in 1974, tied to a concrete block. Her stepfather, a police officer, was the only suspect. In 1974, at 18 years old, Sabrina Kane, who was from Belleville, was shot in the back of the head, chest and arm. Her murderer tied her hands behind her back and a concrete block to her waist before throwing her body into a pond in Stuckey Township. Whoever murdered Sabrina Kane has never been brought to justice. Prior to the discovery of her body, Sabrina had been missing from her Belleville home for nearly two months. She disappeared in February 1974 and her body was found in April of that same year. The only person who was a suspect in her murder was her stepfather, Fred Rourke, a Belleville police officer. A jury found Rourke not guilty in a trial at the Adams County Courthouse in Quincy. Though the crime probably occurred in St. Clair County, a judge ordered the change of venue to Adams County because of the extensive media coverage that the case had received in Belleville. Documents obtained through a Freedom of Information Act request about Sabrina's murder investigation from the St. Clair County Sheriff's Department have multiple witnesses stating Sabrina hated her stepfather for his controlling ways and violent behavior. He has since died. The day Sabrina disappeared, she told friends, co-workers, and her boyfriend she was leaving home because she couldn't stand to live under the same roof as Rourke anymore. Rourke was called to identify Sabrina's remains and aided investigators in the early stages of the murder investigation, but lost his job as a police officer after he refused to take a lie detector test about the killing. Rourke died in a traffic accident in St. Louis in November 1978 four years after Sabrina died. He is buried next to Sabrina at Lakeview Memorial Gardens in Fairview Heights.
The last day Sabrina was seen alive was February 5, 1974. She worked days at Midwest Home Savings and Loan and evenings at Kmart Grocery, both in Belleville. Rourke told police he talked to Sabrina around 1 p.m. that day on February 5th. Then she walked away from home, mad at him. Rourke was most likely the last person to see Sabrina alive. The family didn't formally report Sabrina as missing until March 22nd. The reason for the delay, Rourke told police, was because Sabrina had left before but always returned. Two men were target shooting when they found Sabrina's body on April 20, 1974, in a three-acre pond off of Town Hall Road. She was bound, wearing the same clothing she had on when she disappeared on February 5th and decomposing. Investigators recovered four rings from her body, one of them a Belleville West High School class ring, had the initials SJC on it. Rourke was called to identify the rings, and he said the class ring was definitely Sabrina's. Rourke identified all of the clothing recovered from the body, including underwear, as belonging to his stepdaughter. According to police documents, he also made the statement that it hadn't been long since Sabrina had purchased the panties. I found that disturbing. My father had two daughters. If one of my aunts was over helping out because my mother was away or under the weather and she happened to be folding laundry, and she asked him, whose underwear are these? So she'd know where they went. My father would know, based on style and size, whether they belonged to my mother or me or my sister. But... He wouldn't be able to determine whether they actually belonged to me or my sister, much less when they were purchased. Then Rourke asked to see Sabrina's body. The report said his reaction, his reaction to seeing the body seemed normal for any person. His only reply was that she didn't have a face. Her scalp was found floating beneath the rest of the body, according to reports. The investigating officer, Delbert Jackson, wrote in a report that he asked Rourke why anyone would want to kill Sabrina.
Jackson wrote, at one point in our interview, I had asked Mr. Rourke of knowledge of anyone having a reason for killing Miss Kane. In some kind of way, the interpretation he got from my question was that I was asking if she was pregnant. His statement was, you think she was pregnant. My answer was that I didn't insinuate that. At that point, Mr. Rourke started crying and swearing and made the statement, she was all I had. I also find that a little disturbing. She was all I had. He was married to Sabrina's mom. So why he would feel that the stepdaughter was all he had, that doesn't set right with me. He is giving me pervy vibes. Now, he may, they may have actually let the um, actual killer go. He may have been the killer. He might not have been the killer. He might have just been a, a creep. He may have even had an inappropriate relationship going on with her when she was alive. And maybe that's why she couldn't stand him. And she was always leaving home to get away from him in the situation. St. Clair County Coroner C.C. Kane determined the three bullets pulled from Sabrina's body were fired from a thirty-eight caliber weapon. Rourke was a member of the Belleville Police Department for about five years prior to the murder of Sabrina. He owned a thirty-eight caliber gun but told investigators he lost it around the time Sabrina's body was discovered. And that also raises red flags to me. Very convenient. You lose your gun around the same time that your stepdaughter is murdered with a thirty-eight caliber gun. This, this kind of tells me Either he was the shooter, or perhaps he gave the gun to someone that did the shooting. Maybe he didn't have the guts to take her life, so he gave the gun to somebody to take her life for him. The Belleville News Democrat reported a coroner's inquest held on May 4, 1974. Determined Sabrina was murdered at the hands of a party or parties unknown. Mr. Rourke was found innocent in the murder of his stepdaughter, Sabrina Kane. But there's just... um. A lot of things that he said in regards to her underwear, about when she purchased them, about she was all I had, and the fact that his thirty-eight caliber weapon came up missing around the time she was killed with a thirty-eight caliber weapon really raises a lot of red flags for me. It makes me wonder, perhaps the jury got it wrong. 
And if the jury didn't get it wrong, then I think he was a creep. And I think that there is a good possibility that he may have had an inappropriate relationship with his stepdaughter. This cold case is nearly 50 years old. It's time that Sabrina Kane's murderer is brought to justice. So if anyone knows anything in regards to the murder of Sabrina Kane, I urge you to please come forward. Thank you for listening to tonight's episode. I'll be back with a new episode next week. Good night.